views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. Also, I want to welcome you to Transformation Talk Radio uh, and to soon to be launched TransformationRadio.fm as part of what we've uh, said yes to in this world. That's what today's show is about. You know, this is what today's show is about. I'm so thrilled to be introducing all of you to Jason Gregory here in a hot second. Um, one of the books we're going to be talking with him about, but we're probably going to talk about other stuff too. Enlightenment Now, Liberation is Your True Nature. And for those of you out there that are thinking, here we go again, she's going to give away copies of the book. You bet, you bet we're going to give them away. Uh, Three copies uh, today, thanks to the generosity and pay it forward of Jason. Uh, for many of you, I'll tell you who uh, Jason is in a minute, but let me just sign up. Hey, Benny. Hey, Pat. How you doing? Did I make you nervous with my little Skype message I sent to you earlier about a potential guest we may be having this week? I think it's fantastic. That's up to you if you want to reveal the information, or they can wait until Thursday. Uh Benny will, I'll tell you how we'll reveal it, Benny, if you want to. Okay. Why don't we play some of her music throughout the show? I can do that. Boom. Hey, everybody. Today, I love this, and I love what Jason's doing. You know, you ever think about how do folks get to show up in life and be who they are? I think about that for me. (laughs) I ask myself that question every day. I'm like, how did I, what, what am I doing? How am I doing it? I'm talking to who? Jason Gregory, this amazing spiritual philosopher, independent scholar, writer, teacher, specializing in the fields of what? Eastern philosophy. Do I get to say that today? Do I get to talk with him about Western, Western esotericism do i get how do you even say that word was that like a word did i even get that right but here's what i do i get to second guess myself and i get to say oh my gosh look at who i'm talking with somebody that totally gets psychology that understands ancient civilizations he is a traveler he travels the world i don't know his birthday i would have to guess he's kind of like me maybe a sagittarius i'm not really sure but here he is. He's lived in Asia. In Asia, he's written books. He's 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 developed and created documentaries and movies. And and what is it about this that he has discovered and learned? You know what I love about this? You know why we get to talk with Jason today, Benny? Here's why. Because if this were Jason just hanging out, having a great old time and deciding, 
I'm just going to keep all this stuff to myself. You know, maybe I'll write a book. Maybe I'll create a documentary. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe we'll talk about the science and practice of humility. Oh, wait, maybe I'll write about it. Uh, maybe I'll even talk about what a cult classic. Of course, I'm familiar with Way of the Weirdo. I think I'm in that. I think I'm in that. And, you know, what is it about this that has somebody like Jason at some point in time in his life, maybe at birth, I don't know, we're going to find out, shows up and says, I'm going to share this with the world. I'm going to be a contributor of conversations to create a better world, a contributor, conversations to create a better world. That is all of him. And everything I've said, he is that and more than that. Jason, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. That's great to be on, Pat. Thanks for the. Uh, I, I love the intro. That was beautiful, and uh, uh, yeah, good. <laughs> nice to meet you too, Benny. So, <laughs> okay. So we want to know: Are we in the book? Are we in uh, Way of the Weirdo? Do you think maybe we're in there a little bit? <laughs> I think. I think definitely the book is uh, definitely about you and Benny. I think definitely. Maybe I pop in there a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for uh, for joining us here today. And I've certainly I've read the book, and I've got I've got a lot of things to talk with you about. But before I do, let's talk about a question that I've been asking people for 14 years. And as a matter of fact, this this little this this guest that uh, we're going to play her music today through the show, I've even asked her this question, and it's an important one for me. Given everything I've said about you, all of the things you've done, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles, Jason, that you have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? To this very moment? Oh, there's been oh, – Pat, I could, fill a book, I could fill a book with all the obstacles. Um, just for, <laughs> me, for me, it was about more about trusting where my – especially my path in life is going. And I know that's kind of a cliche that a lot of – authors and teachers speak about but especially when I started traveling and um, when I got married and so forth and so on there was a lot of trust I had to um, I had to change quickly a lot of the times so I was put in unfamiliar environments and being a um, an Australian kid thrown into places like India and you're living in places like that and you're studying with a lot of great people and learning a lot of different things you, you learn a lot of um, you obviously you come across obstacles but the for me it was just mainly trusting my path and also embracing uncomfortability as well like um mm -hmm. you know we are taught in our culture as, as we all know is we should we always striving to be comfortable and this and that but you know to embrace challenges and to you know to step into your comfort zone is actually where life really begins that's what i've i've actually i've found out for myself anyway in the last 10 years but um just embracing those you know we, we could call them we could call them obstacles but um i i, I embrace now that the when i'm when i'm in a situation of uncomfortability or when there's a a challenge that i think is insurmountable but i i i give it a go anyway and and usually you know as we as you probably know pat things most of the time work themselves out so you know challenges I, you know it's kind of I embrace obstacles these days. I don't think that there is a place mm -hmm. of, I don't think there's a place of Elysium, as people would say, like an yeah. obstacle is yeah. an obstacle is <laughs> land, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think there's a place as Elysium either. I mean, I, I, I think sometimes we wish there were, 
you know, <laughs> we wish there were that place. I know like when I, when I did my homeless gig, I, I didn't know about Elysium, but I kind of think in, uh, well, wait a minute, maybe if not Elysium, okay, how about uh, a new version of Paradise? But what, you, what you're bringing to the table, though, is so important for the time we're living now. Um, in this idea of enlightenment now, liberation is your true nature. This is an energy. Of course, it's a book, but it's also an energy. It's also a force field from where I sit. Why now? Why this now? What is it that, you know, either tapped you on the shoulder or hit you with a four by four that said, <laughs> this is the message I got to be sharing right now? A yeah, good question. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> basically, when I, when I, you know, the 10 years or so that I've been in Asia and studying a lot of Eastern wisdom, you know, mixed with a lot of uh, Western philosophy, I basically started to understand the deeper mechanics, you could say, of Eastern thought and how that benefits the way we are in the world in, in the modern day, you know. And even if we look in the East, if we look in the East, the East has lost a lot of its traditional way of thinking. You know, it's, it's taken on more of a, a Western view of the world. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a lot of benefits from going back to more of the ancient Eastern philosophical views that, that can change, you know, that can help the world progress um, in a more peaceful manner and also can transform the individual, you know, in an intelligent way. So for me, the idea of enlightenment now, this book, came to me it took it took it took many years obviously to come together but it was something that was gestating in me for a while and i knew that i knew of its importance for the world in the modern day because a lot of people as we all know pat is that you know we're all running here and there trying to be successful trying to do this and that trying to stand on the shoulders of others to mm -hmm. stand above the crowd and be somebody yeah. special but you know there's there's also a, a humility and trying not not saying trying not to do that, but just to recognize where your life is at that moment and looking within yourself to see, you know, the, the deeper essence of your own being as opposed to, you know, what you can do in the world. You know, I can go and write a book and, and so forth and so on, but have I really become what I'm speaking about? Do I understand it fully? This mm -hmm. is the work for all of us, you know, like anyone can be a great entrepreneur or can do amazing things, can can achieve amazing feats but how is their perception of the world and that's what enlightenment now is really about it's about changing the view changing people's understanding that especially from an eastern eastern view that we are already what we've been seeking you know what we've been seeking in life is already deep within us but we all we've always been told to go out there and seek it and in a lot of cases a lot of suffering happens from that you know uh, you know, you and I are going to talk about a lot, but one of the things that seems to really baffle people along the way to becoming themselves is this idea of East versus West. So the question that I'd love to talk about when we come back, there's a ton of them. Enlightenment now, liberation is your true nature. Uh, Jason Gregory here today. When we come back, we're going to make sure you have Jason's website, get a copy of the book, and we're going to give a copy of the book away. But, you know, in the world of West versus East, East and West, is it even possible to be Switzerland? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Tread water, killing time. 
Radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatcho.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Song of the Heart, Walking the Path of Light. From author and healer Francine Vale is available now. Through Francine's life story, we learn how imperative it is to love one another. Once this simple truth is learned, peace on earth will prevail. Song of the Heart is a life lived and a story told for this purpose. To learn more about Francine and her amazing gifts, or to order your copy of the book today, visit angelsandlightbeings.com. Are you ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back to Transformation Talk Radio. Oh, my gosh, you guys, thank you for your text messages. I don't even know how I'm getting it. How did you guys get my cell phone? That's what I want to know. That has got to be a mystery to me, but I'm glad you got it. Uh, 
I'm going to try to get your questions on here for Jason. Uh, somehow I got to figure out how we get these questions into our new technology. Thank you for what you're asking today. Um, before we jump ahead and uh, get back into the conversation, uh, would you mind, Jason, taking a moment, first of all, tell folks how they can find out more about you. Also, tell them how they can get a copy of the book. We always want to know that. And then anything else you might be up to, okay? <laughs> okay, no problem, yeah. If anyone, if anyone wants to get in contact with me, they can just go to my website, jasongregory.org. Um, on my social media, Twitter, it's um, jasongregory33. And on uh, Facebook, it's uh, one, one World Within, um, Facebook, facebook.com, One World Within. And um, as for anything coming up in the future, I've got uh, a tour actually of India coming up next week and also next year. And I should be uh, lecturing in the US sometime next year about this book. And also I have another book coming out next year. So a lot of things on the horizon. Oh, I love it. Uh, I know we're going to talk about I, – I, I, I just got another question before we go to this. Um, yeah, I do hear voices. I, I totally am channeled when I do radio. I know I am. But, I mean, did you ever imagine yourself in this life? Would you mind sharing that before we talk about East versus West? Did you imagine yourself here, Jason? No, not at all, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, me either. Um, <laughs> to be honest, like my, my upbringing was very, you know, um, standard. It was a middle-class family in Australia. Um, didn't wasn't brought brought up in a spiritual family at all. You know, my mother and father were hardworking people, mm-hmm. um, but it was very you know normal life. And then to where I am now, like when I when I left home when I was nineteen to 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 live and work in uh, in Melbourne in Australia, um, mm-hmm. I was I just had no thought that I would be doing what I'm doing. You know, in say, what is this now? Sixteen years later than that, mm-hmm. but um, it just sort of happened. It's I, I don't yeah. know why. It's it's um, I I left Australia with my wife, and we just said we were going traveling for a year, and and then now it's like seven, eight years later, and and, and I don't know if we, you'd call it still traveling, but we're uh, we're doing our thing, you know. So um. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, Pat, and you would you would probably understand this. You don't really intentionally seek out to do these things in your life. They just sort of happen and they fall into your plate and you just follow what you're attracted to and then it, it sort of everything takes care of itself after that. Well, I love this because um I am always amazed when I think about how we show up spontaneously in the place we are. And then sometimes I'm not sure that we get there spontaneously, but you're going to share that today. I wanted to talk about a a little bit. There's so much said about East versus West, but I've never really heard it talked about in a kind of endearing way. I've always heard it talk about in this almost like this one is the way you go. Don't go this way. You know, let's take a look at Eastern philosophy and let's really overshadow uh, this part of this with this stuff. I I just want to hear from your point of view. There's so many amazing things you've discovered. It's almost like it is a it is an integration of the best of both. You want to talk about that? Do you mind talking about that for a little bit? Yeah, no problem. You know, I like what you said when you mentioned the word integration. And I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of. 
I think that's the the pinnacle of what's happening at the moment because, you know, even even if someone say if they want to focus just on Eastern philosophy, and if it's just that, like what you said, this is this is the be all and end all. This is better than anything the West can provide. There can be a lot of blind spots in that. And likewise, if if you followed Western philosophy or a particular practice or or method, um, but what we're seeing these days, especially like. Um, in the schools of integral psychology, uh, integral spirituality is kind of like the merging between Eastern philosophy and Western psychology. So they 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 both sort of complement each other. And when you integrate those systems, it's kind of more of a you could say more of a holistic system for the modern world. Um, that, that that doesn't mean the psychology of the East and the philosophy of the West is flawed. I've just mentioned it just yeah. just because that's that's one of the main models out there, the integral model. Yes. But, yeah, but when we when we talk about, you know, West is best or East is <laughs> the best, you know, we, we, you know, this is too black and white, I, I believe, and mm-hmm. especially from what I've studied, and you know, even if you go back, um, in 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 back thousands of years ago, if you mm-hmm. go back to when, back to the evolution of Greece and and China, you know, both both civilizations are different. When you look at Greece, for example there was much smaller communities along the Mediterranean who had to, um, who, who lived in much smaller communities. So a lot of the tasks were more individual, individualistic. Mm. So cognitively in the West, because Greece was kind of like the birth of Western civilization, cognitively the West and Europe began to um, develop more individualistically. And it was just the way nature, um, that was what nature provided for us at that time. But then when we go to over into China, um, in the Yellow River Valley area, you have the um, you have much larger communities back in the same um, epoch, and it, you know the main source of food was rice. So when you got the main, you can't you know, if it was just you and I, Pat, we could not cultivate rice. You know, you and I'd be starving because yeah. rice cult- <laughs> rice cultivation is heavy labor and it takes quite a lot of people. Yeah. So yeah. what happened over what happened over time in China was they had much more of a holistic view. Um, because they had much more of a communal communal view, and this is why this inf- this influenced such philosophies as Taoism in China. That doesn't mean that the, that holistic view or that collective view, I should say, is better than the individualistic view. What we see now is the merging of individualism and collectivism, or or individuality and 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 holism, and this is what. This is the what I think this inter, this integral spirituality that's happening now is the integration of both of those, and that's what's contributing to much more sane mm-hmm. society, and also not just people striving for enlightenment, but striving also to be spiritually mature, to have authentic relationships, to be have moral intelligence, to have um, social intelligence, emotional intelligence, not just you know cognitive intelligence. So this is uh, very important, I believe. And yeah, that's 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 one thing a lot of people forget when they look at East and West. They forget to have a look at the how environment influenced both cultures, and that's why I use sort of Greece and and China as kind of the mm-hmm. markers there. Even though we could we could look at India in that same context as well. Yeah, well, I think what I, you know what we're talking about here is it's really fascinating when we step back for a few minutes. And we really take a look. Uh, you know, folks have asked me questions about the United States. And, you know, and I, and I, always, I always am shocked a little bit uh, when they start to talk about East, they start to talk about West, 
uh, as if all of a sudden the indigenous people that live here and lived here before we got here don't exist today. And the rituals and the spirituality of the indigenous people of the United States, just if we stay in the United States for a minute, you know, let alone my my relatives that would like me to go down to South America and say, you always leave us out down here, down in Peru and Brazil. How dare you leave us out? You know, we this the home of ayahuasca here. This the home of ayahuasca. So, you know, for me, I have to remember. I have to put my little rememberer on sometimes that we live in such an amazing world, right, Jason? Just the way you described it. Where, yeah, mm-hmm. isn't it brilliant that we can choose this? And that, you know what? It's like shopping. You can mix and match. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's where, where we're at, Pat. <laughs> we're mixing and matching at the moment. And we're learning from, you know, so many, like what you said with the, the um, Native Americans. And yeah. we're learning... We're, we're learning so much from each other and from the past and from the present. And, you know, I, I can only use, I can use Australia as, a, as an example that, you know, a lot of people in Australia are missing out on a lot of the richness of the, the Aboriginal cultures in, in Australia because, mm-hmm. you know, the since the white man appeared in Australia, they chose not to include the history of the Aboriginals in the history books. So, but if you look into certain cultures like this and you like you said, you mix and match and you can benefit so much from everybody and, and, and it contributes to your own evolution and your own growth. So why not? Why not why not yeah. dabble here and there, you know? I think so. And, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about when we come back, which I love, you know, Jason does such a great job of this, enlightenment, nature. Or nurture. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Uh, but before we do, I'd love to give a copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. We actually have three copies, but let's go ahead and do it this way. 1-800-930-2819. We'll give away a first copy of the book. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Enlightenment Now, which is the book by Jason Gregory joining me here today. Teacher, speaker, you know, somebody that just figure this out a lot earlier in life than I did. But what is it about the journey that helps us to discover enlightenment, something that everyone on the planet has a birthright to? Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. This is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. 
Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step -step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the RAD Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 972-5366. Would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, and she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit GlennaRice.com. Oh, there you go. Though that's the clue. Thursday, we're waiting to hear. Yes. Now, can you guess who our our guest is going to be on Thursday? By that clue? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Australia sure. singer. <laughs> <laughs> do I do I say it or what? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. There you win. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a brand new CD out. She's got some, you know, I, I have to just say a, a little bit. Um, let's just talk about this because it is related to the title. She did a CD a um, number of years ago, and Benny and I got to interview her then. And the CD is called Grace and Gratitude. And I got to tell you, Jason, it's one of the most beautiful and still in my top 10 all favorite CDs. It is stellar. 
And now she's got a new one coming out and all sorts of things. But, you know, this is the deal, right? I mean, you and I are getting ready to talk about this now. Uh, Before we do, 1-800-930-2819. We're going to keep giving copies of the book away for those of you out there. Enlightenment Now, Liberation is Your True Nature. Um, I also want to make sure, again, let's give out your website, uh, Jason. Tell folks how they can get a copy of the book as well. Uh, Yeah, um, if you want to get in contact with me, just go to jasongregory.org. And to get a copy of the book, you can go to my website or you can go to innertraditions.com or you can find it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or any online store. So. Awesome. Um, And, you know, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about Olivia Newton-John and we look at her life and, you know, people know her mostly through the movie, through the theater. But, you know, I'm reading your book and I get to the chapter Enlightenment. And before the break, I said Enlightenment, is it nature or is it nurture? And and I love what you, first of all, I love the book, but I love what you've written here because me, a girl from the Bronx, New York, no, no, we were talking about this during a break. No, I never realized and never vi- envisioned, I never thought in a million years that I'd be here talking with you. Someone who is a best-selling author, travels the world, and has written a book, this book, about enlightenment. No, I didn't. I didn't. But when I did arrive in 2003 and I got behind the mic, it was like breathing. Look at Olivia Newton-John. Look at you. People know her from one end of the spectrum, but underneath all of that, is it possible, as you talk about in the book, is enlightenment available to everyone, Jason? Is it available to everyone? Oh, definitely, definitely. And actually, from the, if we look at it from especially the, the Eastern perspective, it's mm-hmm. not only available to all of us, it's, it's actually our, our true nature. Mm. It's, it's just been eclipsed by our social conditioning and our what we could say is not not really just our ego or our persona system but basically our our over belief in that so okay. we we kind of yeah so we believe so much in you could say our ego but we don't know what's beneath that what's what's deeper than that what's the deep down essence of all of us and mm-hmm. you know when we were born um as an aspect of nature when we were a child you know we had not had the the conditioning of social the social structure the religious structure or whatever structure it is upon us um and then you know as a child you are completely free you're it doesn't mean that that's a state of enlightenment it means that that's that's that essence of enlightenment that still dwells within us this is why in the eastern tradition they say in some sense you have to have the mind of a child um meaning that you know that sort of that innocence that playfulness that that aspect of ourselves that is not stuck with opinions and and beliefs and um, this and that and black and white mm. and so forth and so on. So, you know, this is why I the subtitle of the book is "Liberation Is Your True Nature" because yeah. you know we yeah. are we are all striving for li- for liberation or freedom in this life deep down. I believe, and that liberation, which we could call enlightenment, which is the that eternal aspect within our consciousness that is identical with the eternity of the universe, is is readily available to any of us if we if we are engaged in some sort of self work or, or even just reorientating our focus to within ourselves and to 
you know, place our attention more within our own mind instead of on external objects and, um, you know, the gravitational pull of the external world and our opinions that usually are projected upon that. So, you know, I think, not that I think, when I look at it from the East and, and all of the literature and, and, and even doing the the inner cultivation myself and, and being around many teachers and, and, and students and so forth and so on, I think, I, I believe that enlightenment mm-hmm. is actually, is our true nature. It's just, you know, what what are we willing to do to look within to to recognize that? Are, are we going to invest more into that, or are we going to invest more into stocks and into new suits and to makeup, or are we going to invest more into the inner world? So yeah, I you know I love this and I love this chapter and the way you talk about it for a lot of reasons. And I, one of the things I wanted to kind of say to you about it is that. You know, someone asked me a question. Remember, I was telling you I was I, I, I was interviewed on a show not too long ago, and they asked me a question about spirituality. And, uh, you know, the question was about spirituality and spiritual practices, and you talk about it in, in the book. And I said, you know, for me, what I've discovered that spirituality is nothing, it is not something I do. It's something I am. And, you know, and, and of course, what the follow-up question was is, when did you discover that? I said, I strive to discover it every minute of every day. And you have a very interesting way that you talk about this, which I've not heard before. And I wonder if we could talk about it. One of the things you say in the book is you say, when one realizes one's own imbalances, one becomes more attracted to spiritual practices because they are thought of as medicine for our relative ills and then you go on and talk about that and i thought wow i so related to that because i was telling you about 2004 and getting really really sick mm. and i was like i gotta be more spiritual i gotta be more <laughs> and, and then i got stressed out because i figured oh my god i got sick because i wasn't spiritual enough or something i don't know you know, I just know my head felt like it was going to explode. I would just love for you to talk about your perspective on this, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. And and yeah, I, I've had many experiences like yours as well, Pat. It's um, I think with you know with everything, a lot of people, you know, because we choose a lot of pain numbing solutions, right, for anything in life. So you know, if someone has had a say a psychological problem, they might turn to alcohol or drugs, or something of that nature to try and numb. That their own pain, you know, their their own psychological pain. So with, so, same with spirituality. People use spirituality as a crutch in some sense. They'll say, like what you said, I've got to be more spiritual. I've got to do this and that. I'm gonna meditate for ten hours today to to get rid of this past experience and so forth and so on. And um, in some sense, that doesn't alleviate the problem because the 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 intention itself is not in its right place i don't think because it's it's using it as a pain numbing solution and this is not really what spirituality is it's like what you said spirituality is something that you are every day it's it's kind of a recognition or a feeling or a sense within your own mind of of the of a deeper reality and i don't know in a sense how you can induce that or cultivate that you know I, i'm not going to say meditation and that or other spiritual practices can't clear the path for that but the problem is is that when our meditative practices and that i uh are used as a uh used as a a tool of postponement 
So we begin to postpone our own liberation, our own enlightenment, our own sense of spirituality. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, I'm going to do a Vipassana course and they do one Vipassana course, which is 10 days. And they go, well, I'm just going to do a Superman course of 30 days. And it's like, you don't have to go into extremist mentality to try and induce spirituality. It's already your own nature. Those sort of things. And I know that this may differ um, with different archetypes, but um, if you need to do a 30 day Vipassana course, then, you know, the, there might be a lot of things psychologically wrong with you. I don't think you need to do that. You can, it's, if you do one, you should have done enough meditation, enough um, not speaking for 10 days, you know, eating light meals to realize deeper and subtler realities within yourself that you should be able to take out then into the world. This is like Joseph Campbell's idea of bringing back the boon. So, you know, you go on the journey and then you bring back the boon, what you've sort of discovered within yourself. And you, you begin to live that every day then. It's not something that you have to continually say, I'm going to be spiritual this day and I'm not, um, or I'm going to even be more spiritual, more extremist. It's um, recognizing that, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with meditative practices, you know, but it needs to be more like Zen master Shunro Suzuki explained, like he was, his students in California when he had arrived in Japan, they said, because in Zen, there's a focus obviously on um, that nirvana, the, the enlightened mind is already within us. So we have always been in a state of nirvana according to Zen, but we have just sort of it, we're just sort of hypnotized into yeah, the surface reality of the mind. So they, they questioned to him, so, you know, why do you meditate for? They asked Shunro Suzuki, and he said, you know, we don't meditate to, to, to get anything or get anywhere. We meditate because that's what Buddhas do. So it's it's like, you know, any other job. A mechanic fixes cars because that's what a mechanic does. And likewise with human beings, Shunro's point was is that you meditate or you do any spiritual practice not to get anything but just because that's what human beings do. That's what Buddhas do. So, you know, I thought that was a very interesting insight, you know, and then, um, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It is an incredible insight. And guess what? It's like an incredible insight that is directly related to the times we live in. Mm. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, you know, I uh, during one of these interviews, I was asked a question after – after I made it really clear is uh, I'm I'm really not here to talk about politics, not politics here, not politics abroad. That's not the nature of my show. I mean, I will talk about what's important in the world and what I value and what I think the, this very sophisticated, smart, amazing listenership. Uh, they're amazing. They're the best listeners on the planet, by the way. You know, I will talk about the things that, you know, that our, our listeners want to hear more of. But I, I really don't want to engage in uh, whatever it is you think you want to engage with me in. And, you know, even after I said that, uh, we get into the second, what do you call it, segment. And all of a sudden, I get a question about one of the candidates. And I'm not even going to repeat it. But it was a question about, what do you think about so-and-so? And I said, who? And, and, the, and, and the, the host said, well, what do you think about so-and-so? And I said, who? And this went on. Jason, if you can imagine <laughs> you and me having the same conversation and after about 15 times of me saying who, yeah. he finally got it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we get to choose in this world and this is really part of the conversation. We get to, shoo to choose in what direction 
do we want to put our hearts? And I want to talk with you about that when we come back. You know, what is it about our, our daily lives that would have us believe, and me as well, you know, if you'd have said to me when I'm sitting there homeless, if you'd have said to me, Pat, I want you to point your heart into the direction of, 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 of enlightenment, right? I'm sitting in my car, have no gas, have no food, have no money. And if I'd have heard, Pat, you want, but I heard something else that day. And was it the same thing? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. The earth is an ever-changing being. Goddess Light, shamanic healer, Bree Gibbs, guides us through the ascending worlds and brings forth knowledge and truth. As a light creator, she is here to provide new information needed at this time in our evolution. Join Bree as she shares messages from guides, spirits, ascended masters, goddesses, and others. Tune in Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific for The Silver Gaia Show and live the authentic life. How confident do you feel about your retirement? Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach. Together, you and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get to the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800 in Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Beyond being this amazing neurologist, inventor, author, Dr. Dan Cohen has been called to look at technology and look at personal and spiritual development and merge these together. This technology uses the healing and psycho-spiritual effects of synchronized sounds, vibrations, electromagnetic fields, and how that interacts with us in our nervous system in what we're calling the Soltech Chair. The Soltech Lounge induces profound levels of relaxation that transition over time into deep meditative states. The synchronized sound vibration and magnetic field induce these states. The subject doesn't have to work at it. 
To learn more, go to soltechwellbeing.com. That's S-O-L-T-E-C, well-being. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in, turning us on. Thank you for what you do. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. I do remember, I I do know Benny said that we had a little uh, faux pas with our phones here. So, yes, please call back. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. 1-800-930-2819. And, Jason, one more time. Give people your website information, and then we're going to talk about I'd like to talk about yeah spirituality okay. or not yeah how can people find out more about you okay all you have to do is visit my website at jasongregory.org and if you want a copy of my book you can go to innertraditions.com or any online stores such as Amazon and you can connect with me on Twitter at jasongregory33 um, and you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash within. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. Before the break, we were kind of talking, and then during the break, we were talking. I am one of these believers that what I put my attention on will expand. And I'm not talking about putting my attention on something to an obsession. Um, Mm. There is what I'm discovering in life. There is the connection between doing, being, and knowing. And I don't know what it is yet. But you talk about enlightened attunement, and I would love for you to chat about that for a minute, because there are many, many things that we have discovered in science and spirituality, uh, many, many things we've discovered in the way we get to move from there to universal consciousness, and I would love for you to talk about that. Excellent. love this topic. Um, yeah, enlightened attunement is, is basically the ability, you could say, to refine your consciousness, to, to, to crowd out or to, to eliminate um, a lot of the, you know, the unnecessary noise that we have we have bouncing around in our skull most of the time. So, you know, a lot of people call this the stream of consciousness, and the stream of consciousness is basically all of that information, that flux that is continually flowing through our mind, and we usually unconsciously identify with a lot of it, and then that becomes sort of our our way of being, our persona in the world, and so forth and so on. So attuning enlightened attunement or attuning your consciousness to to higher states is about um putting your attention you know especially putting your attention deep within yourself um and and putting it focusing on certain aspects of your life that that actually are meaningful so for example if you're concentrating on enlightenment you'll be focusing on everything that's going to help you evolve psychologically and spiritually and and that also means from uh, to do that, if you if you're going to enter big, uh, what they would call um, big mind states in Buddhism, for example, if you're going to enter big mind state, which is kind of like the idea of the ultimate reality of Brahman in, in Hinduism, is you've got to get away from all of the dramas in the world that kind of pull your attention here and there and fragment your focus, fragment your consciousness and your mind. So then you have to 
bring into question, you know, what's dragging your attention? Is a political situation trying to suck your energy and suck your attention into whatever it's doing? Is there some sort of social drama that is that is pulling your attention into that? Can you, in a sense, elevate your perception out of those, see them for what they are, but begin to merge your consciousness with something much higher than that? And that's always been the process in the East is about attuning your consciousness to that that higher aspect, that aspect that actually that source of the of 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 the universe that is within in everything, even the drama. So it's about you know, and we can do this. Uh, there's certain ways to do this. Um, you can do this by refining not only your your consciousness but but your mind as well. Like watching watching what. Being mindful of what you put in through your your, your sensory apparatuses, like for example, your eyes mm-hmm. and your ears. Being conscious about what you're putting in through your eyes and your ears. Are you listening constantly to Fox News? How is that going to help to achieve mm. your consciousness to a higher level? It's not going to. It's going to keep your consciousness in a state of se- separatism. It's going to keep your consciousness in a state of thinking that the world is bad and some things are good. And you know, good and bad are usually subjective. So. We have to be very mindful of, you know, even if what we put in our mouth, we have to be mindful, we have to be conscious of, because that's going to affect also your state of consciousness. So, but especially with the eyes and the ears, this is very important. So, yeah. if you want, if you want to develop wisdom or de- or develop um, more of a clear state of perception, then you should be probably tending toward reading some more wise literature or having more fruitful conversations with people, meditating more, maybe. You know, and this is this is all what enlightened attunement is about. So, you yeah, know, that's 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 the great work for all of us. Well, you know, it's interesting. We know this, and let's talk about science for a minute. We have one minute left. Um, we know that the scientists of the world, and you know, I can point to Einstein, are very very clear, although kind of mysterious, about how they got to know what they got to know. But you've really laid it out quite beautifully in your book, Jason. I want to thank you very much, and I want to ask you one last question. And, of course, thank you for a fabulous, fabulous show today. And, yes, we did get the confirmation for Olivia Newton-John, 11 o'clock on Thursday. Um, What's your personal message? What would you like to, to leave us with? I would say that people don't need to be chasing um, life here and there and to think that they're going to reach the pinnacle in their life eventually at their when they're 40 or after they get their university degree realize that realize that your life is a is a process it's a beautiful process and once you recognize it's a process you don't have to be stuck with certain opinions you don't have to be stuck with thinking that the world is either good or bad what you can begin to do is enjoy the journey and enjoy the people you meet along the way and in that process you'll you'll in letting go of the banks of the river you'll you'll merge your your mind with your heart and hopefully you'll experience enlightenment in this life awesome thank you so much please give out your website again thank you for all that you're doing and uh again how can people find out more about you Okay, you can find out more about me at jasongregory.org and you can find my book um, on all online bookstores or at innertraditions.com and you can 
find me on Twitter at, at JasonGregory33 and on my Facebook at facebook.com slash OneWorldWithin. And I'd like to say also thanks for the interview, Pat. It was great and lovely to meet you and hope hopefully we can do it again sometime. I hope we can because I think you and I were kind of chatting. We could have gone on for two hours because I know <laughs> I didn't get to all the stuff I wanted to talk with you about. Again, <laughs> thank you, Jason. Thank you for all that you do. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a short break. We're not done yet. Uh, more coming up on Transformation Talk Radio and Dr. Pat Show. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.